Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's the Take 12 Podcast. I, I started talking, but my mute button was still on. <laughs> Rhythm was all off. Well, let me try it again. It's the Take 12 Podcast. Brought to you proudly by Wiener Schnitzel. Two locations, Western Washington and Fife. I whistled while I said it. That's how delicious it is. I just whistled again on the word delicious. Are you hearing this? <laughs> what is happening? Uh, go on in. Tell them we sent you. The Take 12 Podcast is hosted by me, Brett Davern, and him, Lofa Tatupu. Woo! Welcome to the show. Our guest on this episode will be joining us midstream. And so, I'll give you a few clues instead of just outright telling you who it is. Lofa, you already know, so don't ruin it for everybody. Okay. <laughs> but you could act surprised if you want to flex those acting muscles some more, Mr. Wayne's World 2. Um, our guest on this episode, six foot four, two oh two. That's what's listed on Wikipedia anyway. Um, uh, born in Gaffney, South Carolina, went to South Carolina, and that's a giveaway. Uh, <laughs> and was drafted in two thousand seven in the second round. There you go. And has thirty touchdowns all time. Uh, in the league, that is, NFL, NFL-wise, because I'm sure he's got a lot more touchdowns if you go all the way back to Pee Wee, probably. For sure. Wouldn't you say, Lofa? Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. you imagine this guy in Pee Wee back in the day? Oh, got to be one of the best players on the field. Mm. He was when he was in the league. Mm. Well, we'll let you guys know the name of said player when he joins the stream in a little bit. Lofa, the Seahawks, they... Proved victorious over the Washington Commanders, a score of 29 to 26. We have scoured our score predictions and nobody nailed it. We think that a prankster put one in right after the final buzzer went off. That was very late. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to have to throw the red flag and review that shit. Very late. Very, very late. Um, (laughs) But yeah, uh, so 29 26. Uh, a win is a win is a win. A lot of stuff happening in this game. Let's start on the defensive side of the ball, Lofa. Or just your thoughts in general before we get specific on the defense. I mean, what what'd you think about watching this game? Uh, hold on. I can't even t- Take over for me, please. Um, yeah, I was speechless as well. We were shutting shit down in the first half. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, they looked great, came out. They couldn't run the ball on us. Um, we were competitive fighting for, for all those third downs and, um, they did end up being like close to 45, 50%, which is not ideal, but that's what led to the, the little comeback at the end. Um, yeah, guys look good. They were competing. Um, I think, and then, you know, this is the seventh straight week we talked about him. Boy, hey, Mafe. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Franchise he, record. So he, is, he is now the outright owner of that record. Um, congrats to this kid. It's like I said, a kid that was 
kind of overlooked in that great class that we had a year ago. And man, with him, with Chandler going down, he's been, he's been our, our leading pass rusher. And mm-hmm. um, he came off a great stunt. This is where like Leonard Williams, who also got a sack shout out to Leonard. Yes. Um, came off a tech stunt. So tackle and then the end around and, or it could have been just a, a natural is what they call it. Um, they naturally fall into that path, those path brush lanes. Um, and it was beautiful. And, you know, he, he didn't, that's one where you're, you're going right at the quarterback and you know, you don't get the penalty cause there was helmet to helmet, a little, you know, collision there. So just staying clean there. And it was, it was awesome, man. This, like I said, I don't know what the limit is now. Is he a 15, 17 sack guy? I said in years to come, probably 10 to 12, mm. but I don't know where the ceiling is now. It's been unbelievable. So shout out to him. And and then uh, my man, BT Jordan, who we hired as a pass rush specialist. Um, they really put it together for him. Yeah, totally. How about the rush defense, right? We were concerned coming in. We were talking about it uh, with the with the, with the the guy. Uh, who it was Anthony Armstrong. Robinson and Gibson. Uh, uh, yeah, and... Oh. But I'm just saying we held them down a little. I mean, eight, we held them down. Eight carries, 38 yards for Robinson. Um, Gibson, four carries for 13 yards. He had the nice catch on the touchdown and all that um, uh, for him. But rushing-wise, uh, we did well. We did better than well. We were awesome. We're back to our old ways, aren't we? Uh, we, we were for about three quarters. Oh. And, you know, in the fourth, I mean, it was just two rushes. They were back-to-back. And it was the same exact play. And I think this is something that new coordinators have gotten gotten away with or gotten away from. Back back in my day, if a team had a successful play, yeah, they ran that shit over and over until you called a timeout and fixed it. But even after coming out of the timeout, they would run the same play just to see if you got it fixed. That's how and I play like, Madden, dude. I just flip it, run it again. I think sometimes we overthink this, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. you know, if it's working, you know, just keep going with it. And so it was just, you're not going to be able to run against Jaron Reed, Draymond Jones and Leonard Williams on the inside. And then you got Bobby and jo- Jordan right behind them. Like it's just, there's no ground to be gained there. So I think what we're going to start seeing is more of this outside stretch, outside zone uh, running game from other teams. Yeah. Um, well, can you stop the run in the first quarter? Yeah. Can you stop the run in the second quarter? Yeah. But we got to stop it for all four. Come on now. And if you're going to, if you're going to, you know, don't start giving it up at the end. That's all I'm saying. Come on now, guys. Um, what else? How was the, how about the secondary? How about the secondary? How about spoon man all over the field? Um, I mean, every week, yeah, every week he does something, every game he does something, whether it's a big hit or that, the effort. And that's what I know Pete showing on the big screen, you know, today is he'll take, you know, some of the best effort plays. <laughs> um, and I know a lot of fans are probably like cringing when, you know, Sam Howell turns the corner and then he kind of drags Spoon for about five, six yards. But Spoon was fighting for that ball the whole time. And then right as you're going down, this is what we're kind of coached. That that's where guys start worrying about, okay, where am I going to land? He landed right on top, I think, Quandre. Um, and, they just uh, spoon ripped the ball out, and that that was big, man. That was our only turnover of the game, and then we didn't give up any, so that was huge. Yeah, uh, Bobby Wagner adds half a sack to his illustrious career. Um, also four solo tackles and then four assists, and I mean just you know doing what he does. It's just so great to have him back. It, it just man, we need that Men in Black uh, device for that one year with the Rams, you know, the memory uh, thing, just right? To erase the just, yeah. Let's just forget. I mean, really just forget it ever happened. Cause it just looks so right in a Seahawks uniform. Um, 
defense just, I mean, doing their thing, man. It was it was awesome to see. Um, but the fourth quarter, I mean, things got wacky. You know, what happened there at the end? And uh, the touchdowns that they had, even some of the early ones, like, we're not really used to seeing our defense, like, not really touch guys as they sort of run down the field like that. What What's up? Those are two blown plays. And it was like the same the same play to the exact same guy on the left sideline. Mm. It was it was maddening because we were bringing pressure opposite, you know, from the quarterback's right side. So he sees it. He escapes to the left. Both plays, they looked identical to Robinson up the left sideline. The first one he housed because, you know, he's a special talent. Um, and the second one, you know, luckily we were able to get him out of bounds late. But, um, yeah, that that's stuff that if we're in coverage because we were dropping our DNs, uh, I think the first time it was Mafe. Second time, I think it ended up being Draymond. You you have to know that, hey, man, like, I know the quarterback's right there. I got to stay with my guy. And so it's just, like I said, two two blown coverages, which guys are not used to being in that position. It's just, a, it was a perfect storm for them, man. Well, I, I don't really fault anybody, like, in terms of, you know, even play call. It's just a coincidence. The touchdown late in the fourth quarter, uh, Jamal was just beside himself after that. There was like a camera shot of him just sort of like, what, what, why, what happened on that? Why was he so upset? It was a third and 10. I thought they really, I thought Washington did us a favor by not, they were huddling. I was like, yo, this is their last possession. They had three, all, all three timeouts, but they did us a favor by not going up tempo because now we can relax and kind of focus on the play at hand instead of like, okay, well, what, what personnel do we have in? But on that one, third and 10, there was nothing in the middle, nothing over the middle. So that means that there's nothing in front of me. All the shit is behind me. So you got to get depth. And like, I think, I don't know if it was Julian and Brooksy, but they were a fingertip away from hitting that ball. Mm. And how, he, he, he stood tall in that pocket. He delivered a strike to Diami Brown. Um, that was a great catch and run by that kid. But we got to know if, like, there's nothing underneath, just get back past, past the sticks because you can always – it's easy to run downhill and go forward. If you have to backpedal, you know, you're, you're in trouble. These guys are too good athletes, and as soon as they catch it, you know, he took off. Mm-hmm. No one even touched him. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, Jamal's upset by, by the touchdown that was scored against him, but I didn't know if he was – you know, someone was supposed to be somewhere they weren't or something like that or I, whatever. I, I didn't see Jamal's reaction. All oh, okay. I saw was, you know, we were a fingernail away from tipping that ball. Man, and, you know, I always see it, Jamal's reaction, no matter if it's positive or negative, right? <laughs> I love the personality he plays with. He had some great hits yesterday. Um, you know, he got bumped on that first broken play because he was, he was running in for the sack and uh, the guard did a good job of just knocking him off of his track. But um I, yeah, I love watching him play, you know, big hits. Uh, he had one on the tight end. Just trying to, like, set the tempo, set the tone, you know, and that's what you, you really got to do. Yeah. Um, I'm not – I'm trying to delay us talking about our offense to give our guest uh, time Special here. teams. But, yeah, so let's go to special teams. Let's go there. But also, defensively, but for their defense – how about the ejection early? I just wanted to get your thoughts. Right when it happened, I, I thought oh, I have yeah. to ask Lofa about this. I don't know if you want to do it here or or get our guest perspective as well, which we always could do. But just, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the hit was obviously a big hit on Lockett, and you never want to see that, and we love Tyler and all of that. But the ejection, did you feel like that was appropriate there? That was not warranted. I thought, you know, it was a football play, just – you know, it, it happened mm-hmm. and it wasn't like it was malicious or he's like, okay, I'm just going to take his head off. You know, when this is the problem with all these, you know, hits that they're trying to like say, oh, he was trying to take him out. 
you know if someone's got you on the tracks lined up, you know, with the target on you. That he was in space. He looked, surveyed, you know, saw Lockett coming across. Um, and, you know, if anything, that's probably more on the quarterback than it is on, on you know, on the defender, um, you know, hanging about to dry like that. And I know Gino thought he had time and could get it in there. But I I want – speaking of acting skills, okay, I want to turn it over to – it was a hard hit. Mm-hmm. I've seen Lockett take way worse. Yeah. And, you know, well, I think he's it trying was to get like, a flag probably. I don't think he's the, looking the, for an ejection, but to, to, no, he wasn't to right. draw the flag though. Yeah. Just the quick, the little hand sure. to the head. Yeah. And, why not? Of course. Come on. I love now. it. Yeah. Give that man an Oscar. Why? Of course. Yes, please do. And, and they all do it. And th- it happens in every sport. Uh, you know, I mean, come on, LeBron, they have to make rules in the NBA about flopping. Um, so, you know, I think Tyler, yeah, he's trying to get the flag there, but the ejection and they said the ejection came from, New York, New York, watching yeah. the film. So they they thought it was serious enough for that. So they no, they'll find any way to throw a fine at you because that kid's yeah. gonna get like a fifty thousand dollar fine that he'll appeal down to twenty five or hopefully if it's his first offense they'll they'll just chalk it up and rip it up. But yeah, well these these fines. I mean, dude, there's Seahawks that are gonna get fines from this game for stuff that we don't even notice or that the telecast didn't even pick up. And right, like I read on Twitter all the time about. So and so got sort of nickel and dimed for this or that or this or that. What can you tell? Where do those fines go? Do you know? Does anyone know? I don't. I don't. Like what? Good question. Yeah, like we got to get McNasty on the case. Wait, yeah, McNeil for real. We should do some investigative journalism here because there's so much money in the. Like I read, you know, like you just said, you throw out oh fifty thousand dollars. Are you kidding me? Like that's a fine. That's more than people make in a year and then where does that yeah. go does it go to a charity or does it just go to goodell oh there he is mcnasty, McNasty. Well, I think, our conspiracy <laughs> theorist it does they probably just repurpose that money into fines and then into everything else more ads for their move program or something more I don't know. Swift posts. huh well, I don't know. we'll get to the bottom of it and have that for you on another episode. Yeah, man. Well, I just feel like that, I'll, that I'll pot has to be huge work. every year. Where is all that money going? I don't know. Um, anyway, I feel like the ejection was I, – even I felt like I was like, oh, an ejection? Really? Yeah. I feel like I and see that, that was, play all the time. That was one of the best corners, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. That So, I mean, it sucks for them. I wasn't very upset with it other than being a defensive player. That sure. Thinks they're just a little too harsh on the rules right now. Okay, on to special teams then. Hit me with some special teams. Let's do it. You want some special teams? I do. Okay. Well, let's start with our captain, Nick Ballore. Just mm. laying the absolute dog shit out of that one returner. <laughs> it was amazing. He didn't even get credit for it. And then I got I got a video clip that we'll post later of him celebrating it. If I have to get his okay first. <laughs> but, okay. but it's hilarious. So when the camera panned away... I thought the hit was so hard and so loud. I thought he messed his shoulder up because he, I just saw him on the ground. Mm-hmm. But he, he was doing like the worm on the ground. Were you? What were you and on I the sideline? I can't reveal my sources oh, or how okay. I get the information I'm All privy right. to. All right, okay. I can just tell you that I have it. Okay, fine. Jeez. So shout out to Nick Ballore. Okay. Um. Uh, Michael Dixon. Mm. Four punts. Average of forty. 5.1 bless you uh one inside the 20 uh just amazing right yeah and then not to mention 
those five beautiful holds he had on the long snaps mm-hmm. for those five field goals. How about we'll the long snapper? Yeah. Yes. Hit, hit me with the long yeah, snapper. That was where I was going next. Okay, go. Uh, unbelievable. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. And like generally, no one gives you any credit until shit goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a thankless still job. Still no credit. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thankless <laughs> It is a thankless job. job. Yep. Um, John Radigan, mm. one of our amazing servicemen. It was salute to service, right? Our Veterans Day weekend. Absolutely. Yeah. Had a tackle on a kickoff, which the statistician did not give him credit for. He pushed Gibson out of bounds. So, uh, you know, I, I'm going to have to send in some a letter to, to appeal that. And then Jason Myers. Five for five. I think it was 33, 43, 43, 45. Mm-hmm. And, and the other one was another 40-something yarder. Those are not easy kicks. No. And we needed every last one of them. And it was kind of nasty, and, rainy, cold, was, gray. Yeah, and all, yeah. Man, and he, he crushed them all. Mm-hmm. So shout out to special teams and Izzo, our fearless leader. Absolutely, absolutely. I've had my question marks for Jason Myers when it goes wrong, but we got to give him his praise, especially there at the end. Come on, game winner. It's fun no matter who you're playing. And he has, I think he he bettered his own record of consecutive field goals made. Um, so just everyone just getting their record one more or two more better. Nice. But, uh, there you go. Yeah. He would have probably given you like 25 points if you still had him on your fantasy league. <laughs> I know I should have like kept him the entire time. Well, um, and uh, like hold on. We're hearing everything. Hold on. Hold on. Katie, Katie, you're talking. We can hear you talking. <laughs> Katie, for some reason, we can hear you talking. Hang up the phone. I'll say hi to Sydney. He's in the... Oh, whoops. I guess I just gave it away. But we... <laughs> There goes the surprise. <laughs> I'm not sure if he can hear us or we can hear I him. Think, I don't think he can. But this is the fun of doing a live podcast. Sydney, Sydney, can you hear me? No. Oh, so, oh my gosh. Uh, as usually happens, we're having... I Clearly, we're having technical difficulties. Um... Our our guest, everybody, is, was, slash was. is, will be again, Sydney Rice, uh, beloved Seahawks, Super Bowl champion, just absolute beast, um, friend of ours outside the show, friend on the show. And so we'll try to get that figured out and have him on uh, sometime real soon, perhaps in person. And we could do that by flying on Delta Airlines, producer Katie, couldn't we? Yeah, we sure can. Oh, sorry. You need a microphone. Yeah, we sure could. Delta Airlines sponsors the Take 12 podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. You ever, Lofa, like, you know when your mom was like really mad, but then she'd take a phone call in the middle of being mad and she'd be like, Hel- hello. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, hey. <laughs> Sorry, Katie, keep going. Geno Smith got a hundred, no, sorry, 369 yards yesterday. And if you were signed up for 12 status through Delta Airlines, you could have gotten 369 additional miles through Delta Airlines. Hell yeah. And uh, it's really easy to sign up. Just go to 12status.com and enter your information. Totally. You get 12% off at the team store on the 12th of the month and uh, priority boarding when you're flying on Delta. It's the only airline we fly. Fly Delta, everybody. Lofa. We were holding off talking about offense, but now we must talk offense. Um, Gino, rough start, but come on. Like, what's with the Gino haters? He's 31 of 47 for 369, two touchdowns, and we won the game. He took us on a game-winning drive. The Seahawks are 6-3. and three. We are what our record says we are, aren't we? And Gino's responsible for that. So, 
kick rocks, Gino haters, <laughs> to borrow a line from Lofa. Right, Lofa? And, Come on. And, and zero turnovers. Yeah. Do you like that sort of thing? I love that I sort of thing. But yeah, it just um, – it's kind of alarming all the hate that's being, like, spewed, you know, in his direction because mm-hmm. – it's never one guy. And as I mentioned, if you listen to us, and if you don't, you should. <laughs> but we faced the number one and two defense in consecutive weeks. Mm. I mean, that's that's not going to be easy. Um, could he have played better? Of course. He would say it too. And even this game, 369, two touchdowns, was it perfect? No. He's got some things you got to shore up. But I thought we did a great job of mixing it up. I've been talking about it for weeks, that if you just get the ball in Kenneth Walker's hands – in space, great things will happen. Mm. And what did we see? A fucking check down go for 64 yards for a touchdown. Absolutely. That's how dangerous he is. And so, like, love Lockett, love uh, JSN. These little quick screens, can you imagine if you got K9 or even Charbonnet taking those and going? Because, like, first of all, no one's catching them. I don't know how many people want to hit them with the way they're running either. Dude, I was talking to one of my crazy Seahawk fan friends. We all have those. It wasn't McNeil, though. It was a different crazy Seahawks fan friend. And after the game, and he's just complaining about Geno the whole time. And I finally just interrupted him. I said, listen to me. If, if that game you just watched was the Super Bowl, we'd be Super Bowl champions. What are you complaining about? A win is a win. Shut up. Like, we're 6-3. and three. Leave me alone. Just stop complaining. If we were 3-6, and six, this conversation would be appropriate. We're 6-3. and three. We went on a game-winning drive. Think- that's what you want. That's what, every, that's what everybody has to keep in mind. Yes. is like, holy shit, if you're complaining right now and we're a half game out of first, like what would it be like if we were at the bottom mm. of, the, of the league, of the division? Mm-hmm. So I just, it's, it's unnecessary. It's unwarranted. I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. DK, uh, we talked about him having more catches than he would have had in the last game, and he certainly did that, seven catches. For 98 on 12 targets. Tyler Lockett, 8 for 92. And uh, Kenneth Walker with the big one, like you said. JSN uh, looking quick. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I liked it. I liked. I like what I saw. Let's talk about the running backs, though. Kenneth Walker, 19 carries. Lofa, is, do you like that? How do you like that? Absolutely. Mm. That is, I told you, that's what we need to do with this. Only one catch, but his total of touches was over 20 or at 20 with with uh, 19 right and, and one yeah. reception, but, um, you know, 60 plus yards on, on the ground and through the air. Uh, unbelievable. Like this kid's a star and we need to utilize him more. You know, who else is a star Charbonnet dude. And the way that he finishes okay. runs. I love this guy. Okay. So absolutely. Um, but the two runs up the gut, both for first downs, it's like, okay, if they don't call a timeout, I'm doing that shit all the way down to the end zone again and again like, and again and again. Cause I mean, there was that, that draw play we've seen it over the years and it's just for some reason, when we get to the second level with our line and, you know, annoy those linebackers, we've had more, they're going to make a, even a special D tackle like Payne and Allen, they're going to find a way to get by them with their speed. And then when they're untouched for five or six yards, both of these guys are hell to bring down by yourself. Um, as as the you know commanders found out the hard way mm-hmm. but so i just i don't you know we did do some gap trap which means you know pulling and making making the the gaps responsibilities change and that to a lot of linebackers that that fucks them up so i did like the the mix of the power and and other you know runs we were utilizing 
thought maybe we could have went off tackle a little more. That same run that Washington used against us to get the edges, that's where I thought we'd be, you know, most successful because they got Payne and Allen in the middle. Those guys are monsters. Mm -hmm. um, it was similar to like what we have on defense in the middle. Like it's going to be a hard day running inside, but the two, the two or three draws that we ran were, I mean, two first downs, two, two or three first downs. And for all of you Bobo fanatics out there, if you're keeping track at home, he had two receptions for 13 yards. So yeah, second the, one was nice. First down. The Bobo Mojo lives. Disley got in on the action. Oh um, yeah, he did. On that screen, mm -hmm. looked like there was nothing to be had. Made it happen, but um, Lockett's touchdown. Yeah, that throw and catch. Yeah, I mean that poor DB was was right there all over him, and it's tough. You got the back pylon, you got the front pylon. Either one's a touchdown, and you just don't know what if he's going to put air on it and they're going to go over the top, or or he's going to you know hit that quick comeback and, and Lockett getting his his knee down and his feet inbounds insane DK well, on that, the well final... that well hold on just for a oh, second okay. that touchdown that touchdown to Lockett that catch by Lockett first of all in the corner the low and away throw the throw by Gino that's the throw that's the play right there that I just want to you know run on a loop to all the Gino haters like I mean that come on that's what you want late in what the I game when you need it the most what I want to throw on a loop is a two to DK for in sure. time yeah when when you gotta have it um oh and how about dk, DK fighting for the extra oh. yards which i was i was counting down the ticks on the clock you, luckily he had enough time. yeah no he had enough was, i know even the announcer it was a sanchez, sanchez. Was going crazy. you gotta get down okay get down <laughs> and make it a 55 60 yarder no. <laughs> true true that, that's a typical quarterback fight for the yards if you have time which we did like we were still eight seconds when everybody was set up and ready to snap that ball. Mm -hmm. So, well, um, listen, I love DK, but I've watched his whole career so far, and sometimes when he fights for extra yards, I get nervous about the ball. But everything was okay there, so it's all good. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, just those two big catches, and then Myers caps it off. Mm. But the the only thing where Geno haters have some, you know, have a leg to stand on here is the sequence before the half where we got to come out of there with three points and. You know, we get the 10-second runoff because, yeah. I mean, you got to get rid of the ball. There's there's only 12 or 13 seconds when we snap it. you got to get rid of the ball, and you can't take a sack because we have no timeouts. That's – I'll give you that, if you know, for all the haters out there, if they want to, you know, oh, uh, he didn't play well. <laughs> yeah. He didn't play well. We had 369 yards and two touchdowns. Right. What's that tell you? When this shit is rolling, I said – I'll admit, I'm a man. I'll admit when I was wrong. I said he was going to throw for 400. I was wrong. All right? I'm sorry. Close. Close enough. Yeah, case closed. Take that, Geno haters. Moving on. Lofa, did you watch any other football over the weekend? Yeah, what else yeah. did you see? I mean, San Francisco waxed the the Jaguars. I mean, are are they back? Are the Niners back? It was a win that they needed, and mm -hmm. it didn't matter if it was pretty or ugly. But they, it was pretty decisive, man. They they beat the dog shit out of out of Jacksonville. Um, they they could do pretty much anything they wanted. Kittle had a big day. Debo coming back. I mean, his reverse run for a touchdown. McCaffrey did not get the NFL record on a day where a lot of records were to be had for all organizations. Unfortunately, I think he stopped at 17, but um, you know, that dude's a beast. Yeah. Um, the other game I watched, I watched two other uh, endings. Um, the, the Ravens, they looked like they were steamrolling and it was like almost a mirror image of what happened to us. And somehow, some way, Cleveland found a way to get some turnovers, a touchdown, and fight back into it. And the guy that missed the extra point, he, he came back and, and made the game winner. 
that was a wild ending. Um, that's a tough division. That's the best division in football. How about our uh, opponent upcoming in a, in a few weeks here? Um, the Cowboys just destroying the Giants and with the Giants. Yeah. Oh, poor Tommy DeVito. The poor Giants, man. Yeah. It's um, the long season, right? <laughs> long season when it's yeah. going like that. Uh, yeah, Dallas looks good. Um, but the other CJ Stroud. Oh my yes. God. Yes. Uh, when I think he went into Cincinnati, I think it was on the road and he just, he's so poised back there and he's got a cannon for an arm and shout out to him and D'Amico Ryans and how quickly, I mean, it's only half a season, but you got a quarterback playing like that. I don't care. But the fact that he's a rookie, I think he's got like 800 yards in the last two games. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I, that's all I got for this episode. You got anything else before we get out of here and wrap this thing up? Um, Josh Dobbs did it again. Oh, he did. Yeah. That's it's the, and I picked him up in one of my fantasy leagues. It's the best story in the NFL so far this Dude, year wait, from a human wait interest Justin point. Justin Jefferson point gets back. Oh, true. they don't even have Justin Jefferson yet. And so I thought, cause I've gotten a lot of trade requests. Like they were going to give me Justin Jefferson. But I was like, ah, talk to me before the deadline because I was wondering if they were seeing if, if, if Dobbs can pull off two or three wins, which he has. He's got two wins so far since being there. Then they'll probably activate Justin Jefferson, you know, but otherwise they probably would have shut him down for the season for the last half if uh, if they didn't win these last few games. What's going to happen when Josh Dobbs finally learns the playbook? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. God help us all. Hey, how about the Cardinals, though, beating the Falcons? I didn't even know they played. Yeah, twenty-five to twenty-three over the Falcons. Yeah, Kyler Murray's back, right? Bird on bird. Uh, yes, he is back, and I so victorious in his first start back. There you go. Good for him. Mm-hmm. That's it for the Take Twelve podcast today, everybody. Uh, hit us up on all social media at Take Twelve Pod. You can also watch video versions of the show on YouTube. And also, uh, and there's like fun short clips on there, all kinds of things. Go check out what McNeil is putting up on YouTube, everybody. Comment, subscribe, smash that subscribe button. Thanks to Wiener Schnitzel, Delta, Epic Seats, and Simply Seattle. We'll be back later this week to talk about the upcoming matchup with the Rams. Lofa, hands up, hands in the middle, break us down, big guy, come on. You got this one. Oh, every time. (sighs) Man. I don't know. Something from the... Uh, You know what? Since sometimes I I come after him, but he won it for us, we'll have to give it to him. Let's go. You know, Lofa, I know how your relationship with kickers is rocky, but... (laughs) Let's go Jason Myers on three. Jason Myers on me. Come on now. Let's give him some love. One, two, three. Jason Jason Myers. Myers. (laughs) See you next time. Five for five. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.